Hilchus Sefertera Perikah Siri Perik Yud Alocha Aleph and Tosa Lomed comes out. Tosa Ramam summing up. Sheashim Tvarim Hein. There are twenty things. Shebechol Achad Mehem Peis LaSefertera. Each one of them individually disqualifies a Torah scroll. The Nasa Boy Achad Mehem. If any of them happens in a Torah, Harei Chumash and Chumashim. It's like a fifth of the. Uh, it's like a Chumash essentially, of uh, which means a fifth because it's five books. Of the Torah, Shemana Benas Tekes, which with, with scrolls which have one of the five Chumashim used to teach children. Vein Beik Dushas Sefer Torah does not have the holiness of a Torah scroll. Vein Karim Beik Rabbim therefore may not be used for the public readings. Vein These are those twenty things. Number one, im nichtav al er behemah tameh if it's written on the skin of a non-kosher animal. Base number two, she nichtav al er behemah tahirosh in imuba if it's written on the skin of a kosher animal, but it's not uh, uh, worked properly. It's not processed. Gimel number three, she imuba shaloyla shem shesifatera. It was processed, but just not for the purpose of a sifatera. Halacha dalit she nichtav shaloyla b'makam ksiva. Number four is it was written uh, on a on a scroll, even if it was proper processed properly for the sake of a sifatera, but it was not written on the proper side. Agvil makam for example, on the gvil, which is the skin as it is, peeled off the animal, but on the but it's written on the flesh on the flesh side instead of the hair side. Vaklaf or on the on the klaf, which is the uh, one layer of skin, but it's written on the hair side rather than the flesh side. It has to be the reverse to be kosher. Hey, number five, If part of the sifatera is written on parchment, the gvil's type, and part is written on the cloth type, that's a problem. It has to be all on gvil or all on cloth. Vav number six, It's written on the, the, the kind of parchment. From skin called Uchsustus, that's a problem, it's not kosher. Zayn number seven, it's written without the ruled lines. Ches number eight, it's written without proper black ink, which is supposed to stay uh, without fading. Uh, lasting black ink. It's written in a different kind of ink other than that. Test number nine, it's written in a non, non-Hebrew language. Yud number ten, written by a heretic. Anybody else in that, for that matter who is in, disqualified? Writing a sefer you know, number eleven, Shilkasav Askarish, like Avon, he writes Hashem's name, it's not the proper intention. Base number twelve, Shechisar Afilois Achas, it's missing a letter, even one letter. You give him number thirteen. Number thirteen, Shehisa Filois Achas is one extra letter. You dial number fourteen. Shanga Ispais, one letter touches another. Tesvav, Shinif Sud Sus Ois Achas, Ashali Tikroya called Iker. That one of the letters, its form is distorted so it can't be read properly. Or it looks like a different letter. So it loses its original form so it can't be read or it looks like a different letter. Like a vav, that letter gets short and becomes a yud. Uh, whether it's uh, regarding uh, the, the, the uh, primary um, uh, whether it's in the original writing uh, or, in, other, in other words, the actual le- writing itself becomes problematic, and the ink, the ink gets smudged. or it develops a hole, or it develops a, a tear. or there's a problem uh, with the uh, rule, the bein uh, uh, Tishtush, whether it is an erasure, it gets erased. Tezayin, the letters are too close or too far from each other. To the point that one letter appears like two. Uh, that two letters appear like one. Zion 17, that the image of the parashes is changed from psucha to astuma, vice versa. The form of the songs of Hazinu or Az Yashir are changed from how they're supposed to look. You test number 90, you write a different part of the Tevater in the image 
of what's supposed to essentially only be used for the songs of Azyashi or Hazinu. Chaf, number 20, Shtafar, you read you sew the Tifatera with sinews uh, that are not from a kosher animal. Shadavar and Litzvah, the Akiv, all the other things you mentioned are just uh, ideal. They're not, they're not, they don't prevent the Tifatera from being kosher. Halacha base. You're supposed to treat it with excessive holiness and excessive honor. Or extreme honor. It's forbidden to sell a Torah scroll. Even if a person does not have what to eat. If he had many other Torah scrolls. Excuse me. Even if uh, he wishes to, to to sell the old one to buy a new one you ne- never sell a sefeteria except for two exceptions two purposes to use the money to study Torah to go to yeshiva to hire a Torah teacher for example or for using the money to getting married that's Limkar provided that there's nothing else available to sell and the last thing he has is a Torah scroll Gimel uh, Gimel that gets worn out or becomes disqualified uh, it's placed in a earthenware container and it's buried ideally next to a Torah scholar that's the ideal way um, of uh, uh, putting it in Seamus and toming it the mitpaches which means the mantle of a sifatera or can either mean, possibly mean as well the uh, curtain hang on, on the uh, on the Aron Kedesh or the uh, the the garter used to tie the sifatera if they get worn out, the way that what should be done with them is that they should be used to, used to make shrouds for somebody who has no one else to bury it. That's the most ideal way of of uh, retiring them. And that's the way of, uh, of putting it in Seamus. Tess. Take Shulchan the Sefetera by a uh, container that was prepared for the Sefetera and it was actually used once. Similarly, uh, the mantle, uh, um, and, and migdal are different kinds of iron kodesh that are used for the sifatera, uh, in which sifatera is placed. Even though the sifatera is in its own case, like in is in the in the, in the Sephardic sifateras, they have its it's in, it's encased in its own individual case. Similarly, a chair which is designated to put the sifatera on. For example, if you have two ter- two sifateras that you use. So very often, uh, although some people have a custom to hold the sifatera dafka, other people will, other communities, the custom is to have the sifatera on a chair while it's waiting to be used. And the sifatera again was placed on at one time, was used once. They are called tashmisha kedusha, uh, articles of holiness. It's forbidden to throw them. Uh, this means to literally throw it from one person to the next. It can also mean it's forbidden to throw them out in the garbage. In a, in a, or, or, or discard them in a disrespectful manner. Rather, when they uh, uh, get worn out or they break, nignazim they are put in shameless in the uh, in a respectable fashion. The, the platform that the that the, uh, the chazan stands on while he hold while hold while he's while he's holding the Torah. So when he stands on and holds the Torah, the uh, tablets that are written on to teach children to, to teach them Torah, do not have holiness in them. They are not considered holy. They don't need to be discarded in a, in a, in a revered, revered, revered manner. Uh, so uh, that provides that the, that the tablet does not have Torah words on it. It just has, for example, letters and vowels. 
The pomegranates of silver and gold and the like, which are made to, to adorn a decorated they are considered holy articles. Um, but also, let's see, you're not using them for mundane purposes. Unless you may, you may sell them if you're using the money to buy a or to buy a chumash. It is permitted to, to, to place one sifatera on top of another. Not to prop it up to read it, but just to store them that, in that fashion. Needless to say, you're allowed to put them on a sifatera on top of a chumash. You may place a chumash on top of prophets and writings. However, you may not place prophets and writings on top of a chumash. Nor may you place a chumash on top of a sifatera. All holy, holy writings, even the writings of the written, the oral Torah, law, and uh, and Agada uh, uh, is, is like stories or allegories. Also, Zarkon is also forbidden to be thrown, either again thrown out or uh, um, uh, thrown from hand to hand. Kameyan, amulets that have words of Torah on them, that have content of Scripture. One may not go into the bathroom with them, unless the amulet was covered in leather. If it was covered in leather, in that case, it's considered it's in a case, and in that case, it's forbidden. It's, it's permitted to be brought into the bathroom. That's a practical because people would probably wear them as as, uh, as charms around their necks. Uh, the Rama's opinion on that is, uh, is is a question, but in any event, if that such an amulet exists. Um, one may only bring it to the bathroom if it's covered in it's uh, in t- it's wrapped in leather. If it's just a scroll, you know, uh, wrapped in the, around the, around the string, with the string around it, then that's uh, that's a problem. A person should not hold the Torah scroll in his arm and then go into the bathhouse or the bathroom, or into a cemetery. Even though it is unlike an amulet, it is it, it, even though it's covered in, in its mantle or in, in its case. Still, one may not bring it into any of these places. One may not read from it unless the person distances himself four cubits from a corpse. For that, that, the reason for that is uh, because um, saying Torah words within four cubits of a corpse is like mocking the corpse who is unable to study Torah or four cubits from a bathroom. He's naked. It's forbidden to sit on a bed or a couch upon which a sefer is also sitting. You can't share the couch with the Torah scroll. It's not respectful. Halacha Zion. Buy a sefer a house that a room that or a house rather a structure that has the Torah scroll inside it. You may not have marital relations in there until you remove it. Or you put it into a container. And that's not sufficient. You must also place that container containing the Torah scroll into another container which not, that's not that that does not normally hold a Torah scroll. If the second container was also uh, designated purposely to hold the Torah scroll, I feel like Sarah Kaylee, if it's ten vessels, one inside the other, but they're all designated for a Torah scroll, one inside the other, it's still it's considered one vessel. A third alternative, if you don't have multiple, not a second vessel, is to make a a fence around the Sifat Torah that is, or a partition that's ten handbreadths high. Again, if there's no other room available, all this applies. All these all these three alternatives um, uh, is only only an option if there is no other. Uh, 
structure, no other bias, no other room available. If there's another house, another room, also the shamash as you said, then it's still forbidden until it is removed. Ches, all people who are um, impure. Feel nida is even a woman who's a nida. I feel a kusi or even a, a gentile. May hold the Torah school and may read from it. The words of Torah do not contract impurity. That's provided that the, the hands are not actually dirty physically, but hit with mud or with, uh, or with anything else that's dirty. Rather, if, in that case, the person must wash their hands. Only afterwards may touch the Torah scroll. Anybody who sees a Sivatara while it's, uh, it's walking, so to speak, it's being carried, in front of, he, you're required to stand up uh, before it. And everyone should remain standing until the person holding the Torah scroll uh, reaches his destination. Uh, when he reaches his destination, or when he gets so far they can no longer see them, it's concealed from their eyes. Only then afterwards may they sit. It's a mitzvah to designate a place for Torah school and to honor it uh, and glorify it in a, in a uh, extravagant fashion. Because the matters that are written in the, the, the tablets, the two tablets of the covenant, that, 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 that the very content are in every single Sefetera in the parish of Yisrael. One should not spit before Sefetera. One should not, would not expose his nakedness in front of Sefetera. One should not uh, take off his shoes in front of the Sefer Don't carry Sefer on your head like a package. Don't not turn your back to a Torah scroll. Unless you were ten handbreadths higher, excuse me, unless the Torah was handbreadths higher than the, than the person. If he's going from place to place with the Torah scroll, he's traveling with it and he's worried about protecting it. One should not put the Sefer in a Bag and then put that on top of the donkey and ride on top of it as you would with a normal uh, package. However, if a person was d- d- uh, worried about uh, thieves stealing, stealing, stealing it, then it's permitted if, you, if that's the way he wants to protect it. There's no reason to be worried, then he should hold it uh, against his chest while he's riding on the animal. Whoever sits before a Torah scroll, should sit respectfully, with heavy head, literally, which means with seriousness, with awe and fear. Because the Torah scroll is the faithful witness to all inhabitants of the world. Because that the, the verse says, It shall be as a testimony for you. A person must honor the Torah scroll as, as to the extent as possible of his abilities. Earlier, Chacham declared, "Whoever profanes the Torah, he will have his his personal personhood, his body, literally disgraced by the uh, by people." Whoever honors the Torah scroll, he will be honored by people. Brich, man, the science.